Well, today's podcast is just me and me. And Kyle. Actually, today is the first of many podcasts. That's right. That's right. We're going to do something a little different. And then after that, we're going to do something a little different after that. And after that, we're going to do something a little different. Here's the deal, kiddies. I'm so glad that you're part of our community, podcasting in from Dawn Patrol. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from it. It's a joy just to get to know each other. It's a joy just to recap Dawn Patrol. A lot of you guys are traveling, not making it, can't make it, moved. Or you made it and you just want to go uh, and meet a guy and kind of get a different angle on the, the morning's topic. But over the next, what do you think, Kyle? Month? Maybe the next month, four to six podcasts. We're going to do a little something called Finding Dad. Now, maybe a lot of you guys know I'm in the middle of a project called Finding Dad. We're writing a book on this life of Jacob and Esau and the life of Mark and Art Campbell and the prodigal son story. Kind of a three-way weave of how to live in a blessing when you didn't receive a blessing from dad and then give a blessing as you become a dad the tension involved in father-son relationships, the tension of good father-son relationships, and the tension of fathers that are unavailable or not present or not even in existence. And so kind of the father-son journey called Finding Dad. As many of you know, I really wrestled throughout my life with the relationship I had with my dad, who passed a year and a half ago now, um, while we were doing a men's retreat. Kind of an amazing day. Kyle, you were there with me. And kind of a close to 53 years of hardships. All the while trying to raise a son, a daughter, a kid, and give a blessing that I never received. And so it's turned into quite a little project. And it includes a bunch of podcasts that I've made already. And a little short film. I don't even, what do you call it, Kyle? A vignette? What do you call it? Like a four, five, seven, eight-minute trailer on the project, the book. Uh, and again, story of Jacob and Esau. Jacob had to swindle his way into a blessing, and then at the end, not the end of his life, but when he was wrestling with the angel all night long, he still didn't feel like he had a blessing because he kind of coerced his dad into giving a chump change one and swindled his brother out of the blessing and the, the inheritance, and the whole thing was kind of a mess, and I was kind of a Jacob. And then I had to wrestle with the Creator in a deep way and realize that He's the only one that can really give a blessing. And until we get right in that relationship, we do not have what it takes to give a blessing. So that's the Reader's Digest. So now you don't need to watch the film. You don't need to buy the book. You don't need to listen to the book. I'm just kidding. But along the way, I've met these great men who have wrestled deeply with either their father or being a father. Um, and so... We're going to release two or three of those podcasts and segments. Um, one of them is with a guy who we just listened to a song, Brian Bent. Brian Bent lost his son, who he was very close to, um, when Cole was, I think, 22 years old. And Brian never really knew his dad. And so here he has his father-son relationship finally. And the Lord took Cole early and really powerful 
um, time and season in Brian's life. So I was able to sit down in his art studio in Costa Mesa. No, San Clemente. Is it San Clemente? Ortega Highway. Yeah, San Clemente. And um, make a podcast on Brian's life, his art, his surfing, his influence, his father, and his son. And so it's a really neat little Dawn Patrol-esque thing. And Kyle's going to clip that thing up. I think it runs for an hour. Probably going to put 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and 20 minutes. Or he'll do natural breaks in that podcast. Brian's an interesting guy. He's part of our community. He is a, um, a follower, planted a church in a pizza parlor called the Hot Rod Church for Sinners. And really has become kind of a surf icon and is one of the most godly men that I've had the privilege of knowing. And then another one is with J.J. Wessels. J.J. Wessels actually came to faith in Brian Bent's youth group and is now never was close to his dad. And then he has quite the dad story where he is now nursing a dad that he wasn't really close to into the final stages of his dad's life. Made that podcast in a van at San Onofre draped with beach towels. It was just really fun. Both these men have been through um, a lot with dad. And so with that, just wanted to give a little setup. I hope you enjoy them. If you don't, that's okay. Just email me direct at Pastor Larry at the three crosses.org. Let me know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, you got to enjoy them. They're going to be, you're going to meet these gentlemen too, because they're part of our community. And either on this side of eternity or when we get to the Father's table. We will meet JJ and Brian, and you will have known them better because of these two podcasts, or six, or however we're going to do it. Love you guys. Be at Dawn Patrol next Wednesday, 6 a.m., or Dust Patrol tonight, 6.30 p.m., and enjoy these little clips. Well, I can't believe on my fourth ever podcast that we have the writer, the recorder, the musician behind this awesome cut, the one, the only, Brian Bent, with us in the pseudo recording studio that happens to be his home and art studio. Brian, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, what a privilege it is to have you here on the uh, first ever Finding Dad and Tribal Way compa- uh, podcast combined. Hmm. And we're going to share it with the Dawn Patrol guys, which makes it a trifecta. Cool. And one of my goals in these podcasts are to find a way to use the word trifecta, and I just did it right out of the shoot, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever trifecta means. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something that three things are happening at once, or three hmm. things are going to happen. And so what an awesome thing um, to have you here, or me being in your home and, and recording this. <clears throat> As I said, uh, I open up the, each morning in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 23, verse 1 today says, Know who you're sitting with, imagine this, and why you're sitting with them. Yeah. Proverbs 23, 1 in a translation called The Voice. And so who is Brian Bent? In, in your own sentence, your own phrase, because I'm going to try to sum you up, but who would does Brian say he is? A total ham. <laughs> a ham. A ham sandwich. A ham sandwich. Yeah. I'm a showman. I always wanted to be cool, and uh, and I'm a lot of things now. I it's you know the older you get, the more things you be, get to become. So. Right. Right. <clears throat> but I've always just been a. I've always 
wanted to skateboard and wanted to flow, wanted to have fun and wanted to share it with people to tell you the truth. Sure, yeah. Yeah. sure. I just, we just, you were just featured in Surfer's Journal, which yeah. is a uh, monthly or by, by uh, six times a year? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's yeah. something like that. It's, I think, it's, the best surf magazine journal. Um, what do they call it? They call, they don't even call it a magazine. They call it a <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, um, publication. Yeah, Scott likes to think out of the box. He likes all aspects of everything, yeah. and so it's really kind of a modern day, like almost like a historic His- renaissance, yeah. renaissance kind of, yeah, or just everything that what it is yeah. kind of magazine. And they just did a fourteen-page spread on you, amazing. But yeah. they summed you up as um, a surfer, yeah, um, an artist, mm-hmm. a wrench. What? what? Oh. Wrenches. It's kind of like I just met Paul Simon on like the bass player for the Clash, and he actually. It's funny. Here's the. What oh, drew, wow. oh But wow. he on my jacket. I wanted him to draw something because he ended up coming to the car show the next day after I met him the night before in in this big uh, like garage from like the yeah. late early teens, and I asked him if he'd draw something on my leather jacket, and he ended up drawing a spanner which is a wrench so it's just kind of a thing like thing. you work on cars and yeah work on whatever we used to call them motorheads <clears throat> yeah you, you know uh mechanics i would i would say and correct me if i'm wrong you are a artist you are a surfboard shaper um used to be no i never shaped surfboards no. i just build kook boxes which is kind of like building uh-huh. a small craft more uh-huh. than a surfboard i mean okay it's I like, thought you shaped for Walden. I know you surfed for No, him. I surfed for him. No, I never shaped. Okay. I don't shape. I don't pinstripe, really. I just never picked it up. Okay. Both those things, yeah. See, so this is it. I'm learning. Yeah. So, so Kookbox builder. Yeah. Uh, uh, musician, songwriter. A yeah. lot of people a lot of people don't realize you write most of your stuff. Yeah, because um, when I gave my music to the Lord, I, you know, I, I would do covers um, or write my own songs because I just thought I had something to say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I used to write songs like "Your Sister's a Witch Doctor." You know, now I'm writing like <laughs> "Me and My Lord, and My Hot Rod Ford." You know, <laughs> Your sister's so, a witch doctor. Yeah, I don't know why. It's yeah. just you know, I had it's. That's fine. I think I had a thing called the Mystic Skull uh-huh. by Ideal. It was a game. It, you know, I was uh-huh. in the Tiki's and all yeah. that. Just fun. weird stuff. Yeah, fun, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, car enthusiast, car builder. 30, yeah, forties, fifties. Yeah, got into car building through the Hot Rod Church yeah. as a as a mascot for the church, and totally got into open wheeled roadster. So I just continued on. Continue that, and mm-hmm. so you just kind of pursue what you're into. Yeah, uh, a designer. I would call you a designer, and I would call you a fashion um, student. You you sew. We're sitting here with sewing machines and amongst piles of clothes. Well, I used to make stuff that I couldn't find, or like my uncle was a pro surfer in the late 70s early 80s Rocky Sabo and like he would give me these patches like Pepsi and so I was like at the time skateboarding the Pepsi team was like the you know Mm -hmm. so I would sew this on my jacket and I thought I felt connected or felt cool or or maybe I would lie and say I was on the Pepsi team or whatever you know when I was young and and put on my windbreaker and then bomb hills you know my skateboard (laughs) so like you know I always wanted to be something Uh that that now it seems like the Lord's given me all these desires of mm-hmm. in, uh, of my heart, you know, th- being in all this stuff. But it's under a new banner. It's not like a like a me. I'm cool or whatever. It's sure. actually, it's funny like how things just come out of you and for the joy of living. Yeah, for the joy of living and for the and and for the stoke of I don't know of showing off, but not in an egotistical mm-hmm. way. Just as a fun wave, you know, mm-hmm. fun way. So. Sure, sure. Uh, car paint 
fashion design you you did you did actually remodeling for the becker storefronts is that for right year, for, well everything for them for 20 years for yeah 20 i started out yeah i started out just working redoing the display I, I was just selling surfboards and clothing uh for all the becker stores and painting on skateboards and stuff like that and but when i came back i took a year off to go in with a, another surf shop in san Clemente, and then i came back and started working in the display. The display lady would come in only once a month, and so I started. When somebody wants something off the wall, I would, you know, put it back up there and stuff. And I, because I just didn't want to sit around mm. and you know, and mm. I wanted to be active. That's the kind of person I am. So I just started working into display, and pretty soon I'd I'd start it go, and then I'd apply the art to it, and then I eventually would apply the fixtures to it, and then as the stores were, the chain was growing or whatever, um, I would grow with them, and. That's what I did for yeah. years. Yeah, and that's where you got a lot of your design sense <clears throat> and space. And well, I got depth. to develop a style because um, pretty soon I ran out of props, and so I wanted to decorate the stores. Well, I started painting my own props and making my own props that went along with either POP from other companies, or you know, or uh, we just wanted our the owner just wanted his stores to be different, and it was a perfect match because I I was different, yeah. <laughs> I guess because well, and at the same time now that I've learned in history, mm-hmm. you know, you had you know, Shroff, Steve Jones, you had Mike Muir, like different people in the surf industry doing stuff for other companies. And I was just doing it for Becker, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of a neat opportunity during the early nineties, all the way through into the two thousands of displaying, making stores really individual, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. you know, so. Then I just learned, uh, how you've been married to Rivka, a Hayward High. Went to Hayward High, my alma mater, for two years. I went for uh, yeah. five to six years. <laughs> well, yeah, her and her mom, and I think her brother and sister, yeah. they moved uh, down uh, down to Dana Point. Sure. And so I met her in a 50s diner. And from the moment I, I was just eating, a, going in this place, you know, because it was in between where I worked in San Clemente and where I lived in Dana Point. And I just saw her pass. I was eating a burger and malt you know and listening to Dion and the Belmounts or whatever and here she comes walking right past me and it was like I don't know it was like I don't know what the right word is but it was just I was like well there there she is you know or, or there like wow like she just it was captivating mm-hmm. and I remember these guys kind of messing with her you know at the booth over here you know behind me and um you know I thought I was like a Fonzie or Mr. Cool or whatever and you know or uh, whatever, not not to yeah. say not, not banging on Fonzie, but I was just like, hey, you know, I thought to myself, leave that girl alone, you know. So at that very time, like I just, I just thought she was special. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we kept bu- we kept bumping into each other, and our surf band played at the '50s Diner where she worked, and she happened to be on that night, and then we bumped into each other again, and pretty soon I. She, I had a little '64 Renault that was like caterpillar green, and she saw it. And she came out just waving because she was so sweet, you know, and. I, and and I asked her what time she got off and and uh, anyway so so that was she the first me, move the first line was what time no it wasn't got. no line I just asked yeah. her what time she got yeah. off I see if she wanted to hang out say hi or whatever right. I, I didn't even think twice and and then I I came back at that time and I said hey we can go into the movies and and she said sure and so we went to the movies and uh, we saw Beetlejuice that was right when Beetlejuice was out okay. So. Which is funny because I'm still in distract. We just I saw that that movie just recently and I hadn't seen it since '88, so it was pretty funny. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, wow! And now we go full circle. Married how many years now? Since 1990, uh, let's say 28. 28 or years. 28. 
and daughter Esther mm-hmm. and son Cole. We'll Cole. talk about him a little later. Yeah. And um, he was born five or she got. Well, her 20th year, she got married. Then she got pregnant and her, and, and her dad died all in her 20th year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Yeah. So Really neat, neat lady, neat guy. We could sit here and talk all day about what you're into, and now you're a history buff, and you're learning from history. You're so excited. We had breakfast, and just yeah. you're a consummate uh, student. I think that's well, everything I, I get into, I read a little bit about. Mm-hmm. It used to be through books, and now with the internet, and actually, i got to take a break, because I try not to be on it, so there's just so much information about everything that you're into, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. information age, or whatever they call it. Yeah. So, Proverbs 23 says, <laughs> know who you're sitting with, and why... You're sitting with them. What you're doing? We're making two little thing, two little topics we want to cover here. One is I told you briefly about um, this thing that I'm doing, this project that I'm doing called the Tribal Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe from Abraham on, chapter uh, 12 in Genesis, God says to Abraham, "I'm going to do something special through you. I'm going to make you a new nation, a new people, and you, this nation, this people, will exist to bless other nations." Uh, first time in history where uh, the nation existed not for the success of that nation to dominate other tribes, but to invite um, uh, a community together to be a blessing to other nations. And, you know, that got wobbly all through the Old Testament. Jesus hits the scene and then re-picks up that mantle and literally starts to invite the whole world into this new covenant, this new relationship, and this new tribe. And then 300 years later, after the resurrection, we get into religion and it gets a little wobbly a little bit things start going off the tracks a little bit and i just really really sense god's heart always wanting to invite people into his tribe to bless them so that they can turn around full of his holy spirit and bless other tribes and nations jesus says to his best friends i want you to do that through this thing called discipleship engage matthew 28 go and as you go make disciples win people into your community influence them bring them into your tribe And then just through the joy of living, like what you do, Mm -hmm. uh, encourage them, teach them what I've taught you, and know that through this you can't fail. Yeah. First time I saw you, I was with my uh, 11-year-old son and my 13-year-old daughter at Sano. And we called you the captain. Oh, yeah, because I wear hats. You wore the hat, captain hat. And you were surfing what I didn't know was a kook box. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was a kook box then. This was... That might have been another board. I don't know. I started riding them in 07. So it was another board. Yeah, because this no no it might have been because my son's twenty two. Well, I still I 11. still ride some of the some of the you know retro longboards and stuff yeah. too. Yeah. So we see you don't uh, fall off. You don't get your sweater. I remember you were in a, a big sweater, sweater. Yeah. Then I was probably riding it. Who knows? Yeah, and you had striped shorts on and the, and the hat on, and I just went. This brother not only doesn't fall off the board, he doesn't even get wet. Well, it's like Waikiki nineteen thirties Waikiki Beach Boys meets uh, punk rock. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and now we just went. What the heck is? I don't this? want it. I don't like to get wet. <laughs> what kind of surfer doesn't like to get wet? I just don't. I don't know why. I just, I, I don't know. In the eighties, when I was into rockabilly, I remember duck diving under. You know, I had my hair all pumped, and you, yeah. you duck dive under and get all the aquanet and the dippity do in your <laughs> eyes, you know, and stuff. But I just don't, and I don't like. I, I have to surf big waves sometimes because when I was surfing contests, you know. Yeah. But I don't. I don't even like. I like everything kind of like flowy and like head high and under you know if, yeah if i don't have to get wet it's very rare it's like me like swimming in my own pool it's uh-huh. very rare you uh-huh. know but like i i love looking at it you know uh-huh. so i'd rather just pose on the top of a surfboard and uh, <laughs> look like a ham you know than than a wet cat well it's something to see it is something to watch it's the fluidity 
And Surfer's Journal picked up on something, and I, I underlined it in the magazine, and I thought, this is really rich. I might do a whole series behind it. You said that you love kook boxes and you love open wheel cars from the 30s and the 40s mm -hmm. because it's easier to get into trim. Yeah. You surf fast and you want to be in trim. What yeah. does that mean, in trim? When it when you talk about life, you know, start with the surfing metaphor, but then how do you find Well, if you trim? look anybody anybody that's from Jay Adams to anybody anybody that has a trim Dora, you know, um I just recently kind of got into like watching Phil Edwards surf. I always like the way Mickey Dora surfed and he was always trimming and flowing and going forward and really kind of, you know, and then you had, um, I forgot what his name was from the seventies, but, <clears throat> uh, I mean, Jay Adams was like that as well, but a lot of, a lot of style and a lot of flow. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's what I always yeah, like yeah. to do for the, for non-surfing people listening to the podcast flow would be the movement up and down the face of a wave with, with style or going straight and stop with style. You okay. know, I mean, flow can be like the Olympics, like watching the, the skaters, you yeah. know, that the, you know, the, either the couples or the single, like, you know, it's, they're it's in their zone. Yeah. They're in their zone, but and they're flowing and it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a special, kind of a special um, thing, uh -huh, a space. Yeah. And so you get into that in surfing, in your car building, in the but cars. in life, when would you say, when do you say like you're in trim in life? <clears throat> Always. Always. I think, I honestly think, I mean, I think the Lord wants us to be in a flow. I think the world tries to get us all jacked up all the time. Excuse my yeah. frankness, but yeah no the flow is uh, you know we're our body our blood flows you know our breathing flows you know our um love flows um you know flow like a river all that stuff and then and then and the stuff that's agitated the battles and the stopping and the and 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 the the harshness and all that that's the stuff or the wipeout you know or the or the crass like you know yelling um, that's not a flow, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. so I think we always want to get back to a flow, flowing music, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I think my painting or, uh, punk rock has a beat, but, but it's, it's, it's making a statement. My paintings now are flowing with colors and stuff, but mm -hmm. a lot of times I, I, I really loved to flow. So it came through me, but a lot of the stuff is very, like, I don't view myself as an artist I, as much as a concept person, just trying to show people what I like. And, and express myself on the canvas about that, what mm -hmm. I like, so. Mm -hmm. Yep, and, and that's how I see you fitting into uh, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen. sincerely, is you cause people to lean in. You are living for the joy of living. You do love the Lord. I've never heard you preach the Lord. I've never heard you, like, um, hmm. talk. Um, I've never heard you not talk about the Lord, but I've never heard you talk directly about the Lord. Does that make sense? Well, I... I you know, I have, I've, I've had psychosomatic, I've had eating disorders, I've had um, out of body, uh, or, well, it felt like it, like, I've been a mess, I've been a, a holy, or not holy, unholy, whatever you want to call it, I've yeah. been a mess, a wreck, I've been, I've been shaking on the floor, I've been filled with anxiety, I've been, uh, you know, yeah. uh, like, you know, panic attacks since I was young, I, I had... You know, it's just I I be I'm affected by like horrible movies that came out of the '70s that were those psycho movies. You know, I don't yeah. know. Just I've I've been a mess, and so the Lord has always freed me out of that, freed me out of that. Then I kind of got I never wanted to go back to that, so I I got kind of legalistic for a while, and I had to battle that. And it's like we're not going to do anything on Sunday. Just sit here. You know, I yeah. I was always a, a, a kind of a, a mess, and my I felt a lot of times my family was protected from. 
you know, I'd have voices in my head and stuff like that. So what you're seeing now is nothing from me. And I, I don't even want to give it, try to figure it out because yeah. I'm just thankful for God's peace and that how much he loves me. And I just, I just kind of take one day at a time. I, and, and that's why I don't try to try anything. And, and I don't look down on anybody that tries to preach or tries mm-hmm. to teach or yeah. tries. I mean, I, I learn from the teachers, sure, sure. you know, and I've also learned that I'm, I'm who I am and, and, and what I do. So I, I never go out. I, I, I try to make something really cool for people to look at. That's kind of what I do. Right. And I share the Lord all the time because I, and that's why I put the three squares on all my all your paintings. Work. And it's not because I have to, it's because I just feel it's a completed thing of like, well, this, this is the Lord. This is all, everything I do is because of him. And it's a blessing. Not, you know, like even in the pioneers, when I, when I gave all my music to the Lord and I started, you know, just singing about his goodness and that's all I wanted to do you know so i got blessed with a hot rod ford as a mascot so i sang me and my lord my hot rod ford you know and then you know uh and then and then even and then all this joy and then all of a sudden not to get too cynical but then somebody would come up and look at one part of it or you know once one out of a hundred and mm-hmm. say, oh, what did you do that for? Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then I get in the fl- and then it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. shut up, punk. You know, that's my flesh. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I don't drink, and that's I'm a mouth, and so I've I've gone through all this stuff. All so stuff, yeah. so now I just you know I just try to stay, and I'm not like a nothing against groovy people, but I I I I kind of like I love peace. You know, mm-hmm. who who wouldn't? I I'm tired of I was all jacked up on punk rock, you know, not on just punk rock, but on, on, on my aggressive kind of way of trying to liberate people. Like I, I, I'm always for the underdog, you know, and, but it's not to fight through that. Maybe there's a little bit of time to fight through that, but some of it is, is also like love through it, you know, um, because sometimes you got to go, Hey, leave that. (laughs) Leave that woman alone right. or, hey, hey, easy, take it right. easy, you know, and, and stuff. So. And that's what I think about, uh, that's what I, I think I mean when I say you're always talking about the Lord without talking about the Lord. Oh. You're three squares on the paintings, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Here you are sitting behind a shirt you made that says Hot Rod Church. That's why I had to just snap a picture of it. You oh. actually became like... Well, a, yeah, that one, and that's kind of a, a crazy shirt because I built three cars with that shirt. That's what's full of holes. So now it's kind of like, it's so funny... You know, a friend of mine from Japan wanted me to make him one like that. And I only made one because I don't want to, you know, there was only one Hot Rod Church striped shirt. Not that I'm like, oh, you can't yeah. have one. But yeah. I just, I still get goofy in my head. Like, I don't want to make any money off right that that little thing. I can I can do, like, I don't know if I'd want to do Hot Rod Church shirts. So I made that one and I made one for him because it was a, he's a neat guy. Neat guy, yeah, and a gift. Yeah, so. Yeah. We're going to stop right there with Mr. Brian Bent. BB is our, is he's affectionately known. Hope you're enjoying that. So it's a sacred thing, the relationship between a father and son. And uh, we're going to get into it at a deeper level next week with Brian. So I hope you enjoyed this week. Peace out.